Good morning. It's Iowemala here in Crystal Lake. We had uh, quite a bit of snow, not last night, but the night before. And it's kind of a sloppy, wet snow, but now today it's very crispy. It looks like we had about five inches. And January is our snowiest month, although we've had less so far this year than we usually do. Um, and I realized it's getting, you know, this is going to be a difficult month. And usually the first month of snow is, is, uh, can be nice to see the season change and nice to see the snow. And it gets really difficult around late February and March when there's a lot of snow. But this year I'm thinking this is going to be tough because up until now, We've had days every week where we can get out. Hi, I'm seeing lots of friends. We've had lots of days when we could get outside or I could talk to people on the patio or take a walk. And now we're getting to the kind of weather where nobody wants to stand outside and talk. And if you're taking a walk, you're not talking. You're just taking the walk to do the walk. So... Uh, I think it might be a tough January for us, and this is our first, really our first winter uh, of the pandemic. So it will affect us, I think. It's going to be, this will be a challenging month. Um, so it, that realization just hit me, and I'm sure it's hit many of you sooner. I don't have to go out in my car unless I'm going to pick up groceries, and that's been lovely. And yesterday, my next door neighbor, who, there's a really lovely couple who live, who are in the, the apartment next to me. And Paul offered, came up to my patio door and said he wanted to, uh, he had already cleaned my car off and he wanted to see if I wanted him to move it so the snow plows, which were out, could uh, clean the spot. And so even that was taken care of me. That was a that was a treat. I haven't had someone do that in a long time. And I'm quite capable to do it, but what a lovely gift that was. So they're and they're sweet, generous, giving people everywhere, right? So I had a there's a poem that I've been carrying around. And I, there was something on, uh, someone put something on Facebook, this was a month or so ago, and it, there was, it was music, and it was music, and the, the poem, In the Bleak Midwinter, that was either what it was about or something when I went to YouTube to check it out. So I went down one of those rabbit holes from Facebook to YouTube, and... Um, remembered how beautiful that poem is and how beautiful the music is in the bleak midwinter from the poem by Christina Rossetti. And that was what kept coming to my <laughs> kept coming to my mind uh, today and yesterday with the snow and realizing what the implications are for us. So this is of course this is a Christian song and it's uh it's and it's about Jesus but I think it's a beautiful I think the thought is beautiful and how 
even in the darkest of, of situations, we can, we can change that, we can transform that. So I want to read this, and most of us will remember the music. It's beautiful if you, if you check out YouTube. Uh, they're beautiful, different, different ways this song has been put to music. In the bleak midwinter, and this is by Christina Rossetti, in the bleak midwinter, frosty wind made moan. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow, snow on snow, in the bleak midwinter long ago. Our God, heaven cannot hold him nor earth sustain. Heaven and earth shall flee away when he comes to reign. In the bleak midwinter, a stable place sufficed. The Lord God, the Lord God Almighty Jesus Christ. Enough for him whom cherubim worship night and day, breastful of milk and a manger full of hay. Enough for him whom angels fall before, the ox and ask, the ox and ass, and camel which adore. Angels and archangels may have gathered there, cherubim and seraphim throng the air. But his mother only, in her maiden bliss, worshiped the beloved with a kiss. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? Give my heart. So that uh, the title in the bleak midwinter is all through here, but the last line, and that's all, I, I think this is just, it's a, uh, the rhyme, there's a little bit too much rhyming in this poem, but uh, it's just beautiful. And we can all do our part, right? We, there's all, always something we can give. And remember that this January, if it's the middle of winter for you, we can always give a smile or a cheerful word or uh, even the least little thing can make a big difference for someone just to let them know that they're cared about and that they're part of something. They can feel the connection. And uh, sometimes we recognizing that connection ourselves, even if we feel like, oh, we're completely self-sufficient, it's good to... Uh, have a have a bigger circle of connection and always be open to recognizing an opportunity for that. So it, reading the poem does not do it justice. If you if you go and listen to the beautiful music, you'll have the, this becomes a what is a, an earworm, but it's is beautiful music. So I hope everyone's having a quiet New Year's Eve. And letting this be a day of um, thoughtfulness, a day of reflection. I don't, I don't really believe at all in getting ourselves caught up in New Year's resolutions because we know all the statistics on those and how we all break them within a couple of weeks. Um, but we can, we can set our intentions for each day. And we can think about the year and think about there may be things that we want to accomplish uh, spiritually 
Um, recently, I've talked to someone who asked if I would uh, teach a precepts, work with her to do a pre to study the precepts. And I asked her, and she wanted to do it on Zoom. She lives far away. And she said she would love doing that. That would be even better. I think there's more discussion and more opportunity for people to talk in a small class. And so I thought that's a beautiful way to think of 2021 because we we have had to suspend so many things that we kind of routinely do at the temple. But having a class on the precepts and the Eightfold Noble Path or the Noble Eightfold Path could be a wonderful kind of class to have, a short class, but to get people going on looking at the precepts and what they are and what they can be in our lives. So we can set some intentions of things that we'd like to do. So now that's an intention that I have to uh, try to get that together and uh, get that get that set up. And... Uh, that's uh, that's motivating. And of course, I'll like a lot of you, I know, we'll be looking and seeing what kind of classes there are that we can take or projects that we want to embark on. And those can be, I don't think we should set them up as our New Year's resolutions. I think we should just have our intentions rise up for us. But we need to sit quietly and think about Think about this past year, think about the people we've lost, and think about the things we've lost from our lives. And sometimes when we think about what's been, what things have been taken away from us, or what, uh, how much movement has been taken away from us, uh, for me it's been really good to see that a lot of the, that a lot of the going and doing things was maybe unnecessary, was maybe a kind of running away from who I needed to be with, myself. And uh, I found some deep value in being more just um, on my own, a little bit more like that rhinoceros, wandering, wandering around by by herself. so I think we we can look back and see the things we've learned for ourselves personally through the last year. We're not at all at the end of the pandemic, but I think instead of um, putting ourselves on a new diet or a new exercise program, it might be better to think of how has this year been for us spiritually and how have we weathered the year spiritually and what have we done I see a good friend who's an artist is watching. Hi, Steve. And uh, think about things like how creative have you been with your time, with your energy, uh, in your life. And uh, there's a lot we can do if we can sit in silence and be with ourselves and just reflect on the year ask the questions that we need to ask and look for the answers and uh, just keep keep moving forward. And if you're in this 
winter season, I think we're going to, I think for me that I think January might be a rough month month because I'm used to having more act. I don't get out and do the kind of walking or hiking that I'd love to be doing, but I do. Speaking of nature and the lessons it has to teach us, I wanted to share with you one last time my amaryllis, but you notice the, uh, the big, the big, blossoms now the only one that's blooming the others have uh, the others are fading away and the big one gorgeous one that's taller than anything else and blooming like crazy is the is the one that didn't bloom and didn't bloom and didn't bloom and I thought maybe it was not going to make it and uh it just waited for the others to do their thing, taking all the energy from it. And now it's the most magnificent one, and it's tall, and uh, I probably have a week to just thoroughly enjoy it. So just this one plant has been my uh, just a beautiful experience. It's an indoor plant. And as all of you know, if you've ever watched me before, the squirrels are uh, important for me. And they they finally came out. Oh, there's one. They're coming down. They can't get to the food that I put under the tree for them. So yesterday I put some at the edges of my patio where the snow hadn't hit. And uh, they've they've enjoyed those. So I still have the squirrels, but I'm having to uh, make some adjustments. And I'm looking at, uh, I'm trying to find a way to keep their water heated. <laughs> so I still think when uh, January could be a rough month, and I wouldn't ordinarily say that. I usually can sail through January. And last year, I was in, by February, I was in Florida, and was able to spend some time there and be with the Florida, the Blue Lotus Meditation Center there, and also spend time on the way with my mom and my brother and his family, my sister-in-law, Kumiko. And then coming back from Florida, I got to be with them again. And that was the last time. That was, And as soon as I got back, within a week, we had shut down for the pandemic. So... Uh, this will not be a Florida January or February, sad to say. So let's do my wish, and then we'll sit a little bit if we have we have a little bit of time, and uh, then I'll leave you to your New Year's Eve and beautiful reflections and time with yourself, hopefully, and some time with your loved ones. That, that you're with. Hope you're not going out to party. So I just heard that the, one of my, a beautiful restaurant, it's a Japanese restaurant here in Crystal Lake, has opened their dining area and some people were really shocked at how strange that felt. Um, people coming in without masks and uh, every it gets kind of crowded when it's a busy place. And I was that was shocking to me. I, I wasn't even sure if restaurants were open indoors these days. So 
we have to remember, especially as we move into this now new phase of the pandemic where we know there are vaccines, people are getting vaccines, some are choosing not to, others are way ahead of where we might be in line to get them. And I, have a, I know some people who can't take the vaccines because of other allergies they have uh, and, and they're on the, you know, they, they can't take it because the interaction uh, and the possibility for a bad reaction is present. So uh, we don't know how long getting the vaccines will be and getting the second round of them. And we don't know who's taken a vaccine and who hasn't. So doesn't doesn't mean we can be careless about anything. And in Crystal Lake, here where I live, the numbers have gone up, the percentage of positive uh, testing has has gone up just in the last few days, thanks to Mary. Not be, thank you, Mary Ann, for sending me that data. I wasn't going to say that the the rates going up, thanks to Mary Ann. <laughs> no, no, no. She just is good about sending the data out. Um, so we have to be very careful, and so I think that takes some reflection too to decide how we are going to handle. Uh, dealing with this really uncertain time. We need to not back away from taking care of ourselves and others. So let's, I want to read my wish. This is from Shantidewa, from the way of the Bodhisattva. We call it my wish at Blue Lotus Temple. Um, and we chant this when we're at the temple every time we do our chanting as a, the uh, entire, all the group of people who are at the services, we always chant my this in English. So let's do this as a, a commitment, not a resolution, but we can make it set our intentions to uh, practice every day. And this could be a good way to begin or end your practice. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant for all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So now let's sit and just begin to be aware of the body breathing. Just be with that breath. You can be aware of the breath around your nose where the air is coming in and going out. That's a more subtle sensation. Or you, or you can choose to be aware of your breath, feeling with your hand on your tummy or just the awareness of the rise and the contraction of your belly as your lungs Inhale the air, 
And as you exhale, you'll notice the belly contracts a little. You can feel your breath that way. Just let everything else go. When you become distracted, then be aware that you haven't been noticing the breath. And then allow yourself to bring your focus, bring your awareness just back to the breath, each breath. And it can help you if you count your breaths, especially if you're new to meditation. Breathing in one, breathing out one. Breathing in two, breathing out two. Breathing in three, Breathing out three. Breathing in four. Breathing out four. Breathing in five. And bringing at breathing out five. Now begin that cycle again. Breathing in one. Out one. In two, out two, in three, out three, in four, out four, in five, out five. Now just continue silently with your with your own breath. And that's a very good way to help you recognize when you've become distracted, when your attention has wandered away, because you'll lose count. And our minds will always wander at some point. But what we're trying to do is just tame that mind so we can teach it how to settle down more quickly and can feel that it can be calm for us when we need it to be calm. But it takes a long time to do that because our goal is not just when we sit and practice meditation. Our goal is to have this calm mind and the ability to to calm our minds when we need to in our daily lives and to be aware, to be awake. 
And that awareness, that awareness is mindfulness. We're really seeing things clearly. We're understanding that the way we're seeing things is in, is in harmony with the way things really are. And we want to be able to do that all during the day. But we can begin our training while we're sitting and practicing, specifically practicing meditation. We're cultivating our minds in this peaceful way. So I think my time is up, but if you're sitting, just keep sitting. Uh, try to make it, you know, if you've just brand new, if you can sit for five minutes, that's great. But try to have a practice where maybe over the course of the day, you begin with 30 minutes, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes somewhere else. And just allowing yourself to be quiet and still and sitting, being aware of your body. We often do those body scans, so we're working with our breath, and we're always working with this body. So put some, uh, put some of this into your day. If you do yoga, or yoga nidra is more of a, a kind of body scan, and you can find yoga nidra, uh, th- those practices. It's it is a form of meditation, a body scan, and just have someone guide you. Uh, and it's very restful, but it's also very good practice. Uh, but you can sit with yourself anytime. All you need is all you need is you and the willingness to do it. You can then you can find a spot, find the space, find the time. But just stick with it and let it become something that you uh, do daily and look forward to. Don't think you have to start off doing big chunks of time. Start slow, but start and be consistent. Try to do something every day. So I'll talk to you again. Uh, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. It's New Year's Day, and some of you may be... uh, have other things to do. Don't worry about that, but but I'll be here. Okay. Thank you so much. And I hope we're all mindfully welcoming in this new year. Don't get, don't have any expect, expectations, but we can do so much with so little. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.